Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. You can find it on itch.io. In our last episode, the pilots decided to investigate the disturbances Steve found underground with his survey spikes, finding a substructure consisting of an entire older city. They found and fought smack MCs setting up an odd device, which Dine decided to shoot as it was building up power. The destruction was severe, and before the crew could make it back to comms range, Pound Foolish, leader of Smack, had already spun up a story accusing the DBC crew and Bette Noir. Included were images of Evelyn drilling into support structures of the city, and uh, telemetry data of the crew entering the disturbance moments before the area collapsed. We return to the pilots, deep underground in the sunken city. Crews that were once friendly are wary of them, their credibility up for debate. All the while Smack, who they were told time and time again was a disorganized mess run by a clown, seems to be tightening the noose. Welcome back, pilots! Yeah, I mean, hey. to be fair, uh, it's still run by a clown. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the react to that. Ready for ready that for Dower O'Clock? Uh I suppose. I'm a little only, scared. Oh, only only complications all the time. Let's do this. We'll <laughs> yeah. make this a Greek tragedy yet. Um Dine has no regrets. He shot that thing and he wanted to shoot it. <laughs> I mean, well, who, yeah, who knows how bad it would have been if you didn't shoot it and it continued charging up and blew up on its own accord. Uh, that's true. We probably wouldn't be here. So we're coming back to you guys just a little bit after uh, you guys have uh, vacated the area. You're in the uh, expansive underground tunnels that make up this sunken city from long ago. Um, And you have already talked to uh, Ken from White Rabbit and um, uh, Crux Croy from uh, Kingfisher. Uh, apprising them that you believe you had nothing to do with this, which is only a little bit a lie. Um, <laughs> it wasn't um, me, officer. I swear. Uh, but yes, uh, you guys have just uh, pleaded your innocence, and it seems like they want to believe you. But the evidence against you is making them doubt, and it is hard to convince anyone to do anything against Smack while they seem to be holding these cards. Uh, what are you guys planning on doing next? Um, so I think... We're still first... at the camera, right? Uh, the camera is nearby. Okay. Uh, you guys are not actively okay. up there, but you've identified where it is. Uh, last session, we saw you guys examine it, kind of like fly up to it, see if you wanted to mess with it. Um, but Kestrel did report to you um, from flying out to look at it that it is infused with the same weird metal liquid, uh, like ferro liquid that was infusing the smack mechs that you will remember from the combat seemed to repair them and also if it went critical caused a giant explosion right and so we're a little afraid to detach the camera uh 
for fear of causing yet another explosion. Um, I think we're still kind of maybe discussing that a little bit. Um, uh, does any, so does anyone else have any ideas like of what we could do? Because one thing the other factions are looking for is evidence. And maybe if we can show them that Smek is using this weird, you know, uh, green goo technology or whatever it is, um, that could be something that would pique their interest. What's the other pirate crew? Bet Noir? Yeah, Bet Noir, who also. Well, why don't we talk game... to them? Yeah, and they. Yeah, we should. We should talk to them. They were framed for this as well um, by Pound Foolish, so maybe they'll have uh, more of an open ear when we talk to them. At least we have something in common. Yeah, I mean, they're more likely to like us than um, the other guys whose team I'm forgetting already. Uh, Smack. Smack. Smack, thank you. That said, I don't have... Yeah, go ahead. What does it sound like when you get a, uh, a connection request from an unknown source? Um, it's that noise in Law and Order, you know, like <laughs> in between scenes where it goes dun dun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wanted to imagine it as that like really, really early cell phone ringtone. The Nokia. Yeah. See, before I said anything, I had that in my mind, <laughs> which is funny that you went to the same place. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems very Astro. Um, Astro, you hear that noise in your cockpit as you're having this discussion with your comrades. The Nokia phone? <laughs> yes. Someone snuck it in here. I'm like, no, wait, where's my law and order? Dun, dun. It's the, uh, it's the only uh, device that can survive re-entry. Nokia, so indestructible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's around thousands of years in the future. So this is the part where we, we already mentioned we were sponsored by Nokia. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, because we're not. <laughs> good. If, if you're wink, getting wink. sponsorship money that you're not telling me about, I will strangle you. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. So Todd, no you, get and a, uh, you get a unknown connection request, a, a connect, a secure connection request from an unknown source. Uh, hold on, guys. I'm getting some sort of message here, some uh, request for a connection um i'm gonna take it uh and i'll have the line open for everyone else to listen All right you answer then yeah uh on your screen appears a very dangerous and deranged looking clown's face uh is it does it look like pound it's, foolish it's pound foolish oh uh. You must be Astro Jammin. And you must be Pound Foolish. Yeah, my reputation precedes me a little bit. Uh, hardly. I didn't know about you until I took on this mission. That's okay. I don't expect you to be tied up in pirate politics. Movie star. Looking good, he winks at you. Yeah, like the makeup. Thank you. I work hard on it. 
Uh, I can tell. Well, uh, we could sit here complimenting each other, but I suppose you had a reason for calling me. Yeah. Uh, turn yourself in. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm going to do that. Why not? Uh, because I think I'm more interested in finding evidence that you framed us and you were behind the explosion. He laughs a little bit and goes, that's a fu- that's a funny joke. Uh, listen, no one is going to blame you. Everyone here is a criminal and we understand that you, you take jobs. You're, you're a little mercenary outfit. You know, if you come to me, I can grant you safety. All you have to do is confess that Bet Noir was behind all of this. What is it with Bet Noir anyway? Why are you so worried about them? Well, look at all the destruction they caused. That wasn't them. That was you. Ah, uh, well, I am impressed that you know how to stick to a story. Suppose I go to Bet Noir instead. Oh, you could. As soon as you run back to your uh, patrons, everyone will just know for sure that, uh, oh, yeah, you were in bed with them the whole time. I figure at least they ought to know something since you seem to be so hell bent on pinning this on them. Real quick, while this is happening, everyone's going to send a uh, text message to, um, or I don't know, space text message to Astra saying that if you you can record record his phone call, do it. Um, Astro already did that as soon as he picked uh, up the phone. So he, this is a, this is a secured call. If you want to try <laughs> and record it via the system it's currently on, you will have to make a tech check against it. All right. Secured Fair calls enough. have defense. You could like always take out like a Walkman or you know what I mean, like a, a secondary device and record yeah. the screen or whatever. Um, but. If you want to get like a native recording, uh, a secured call will detect that that is happening. Um, so you would you would actively have to basically hack the call in order to skim a recording. Let's do it. All right. Yeah, go for it. Oh, no. So this this is um, this, this is going to be this is a mech uh, skill check. This is yeah, this is through your mech. <laughs> this is a systems check. OK, so systems check. Uh, my systems is very good. Um, the downside from this is um, when you do secure calls, uh, it is like it's like it's almost fingerprinted, right? Like if you ever look at the record for a call uh, and you tried to hack it and fail, the call will end and it will show the reason why is you tried to mess with it. OK, so that's the downside um, if you want to risk it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Sure. Yeah. Go for it then. All right. So let, let me, uh, so my systems is four. So I'll just, let me put this in manually. So that'll be a D 20 plus four. And, uh, here we go. Oh, I rolled, nice. Yeah. Scrolled way up. So I didn't see it. 19. Yeah. Okay. 15, cool. 15 plus four is easy enough. You are able to make a native recording of this on the, like, in directly into your uh mechs like data your storage um okay so asher will say well 
Okay. And, um, suppose, suppose we did turn ourselves in, uh, we, uh, to you, um, off, took you up on the protection. Maybe, maybe you offer something to us in exchange, like what you want off this planet anyway. We're here for salvage, just like everyone else. No, you're here for something more. More salvage? You, you, you staked out your claim in the political uh, and commercial provinces where you could have found much better valuable salvage elsewhere. I resent that. I think that I picked a perfectly good spot. Thank you. All right, you can play dumb if you want, but you have to give us something here. Do you know how much, if you find certain notarized documents that you're willing to sell back to the government, they pay a hefty finder's fee for any originals. You know, before, you know, it wasn't really that profitable. That's why we usually overlook that kind of stuff. But we got an appraiser recently, someone who's a... good with that kind of stuff so yeah actually commercial and government districts actually bringing us a lot of money who's this appraiser a new advisor i pulled into the payroll donahan yeah so that's what he's there for your government contact i'm sorry you broke up for a second on my end what was that i said so that's what what he's there for yeah, yeah, I got a new advisor. He's he's an expert in all this stuff that I don't have any business with. And, uh, you know, he, he, he when he told me this was a great area and he'd be able to make me a lot of money, I told him to prove it, and I'd kill him if he couldn't. And so far, he's been, uh, he's been doing a good job? Been bearing out com- on that promise? Can't complain. But we're we're getting away from the from the original conversation here, uh, movie star. Um, if you come over to our crew, we'll give you some safety. You just need to tell everyone that Bet Noir was in on this. You know, turn evidence on them, and and you know what? I know you're here looking for stuff, and I've heard tell you know, from various people that you can't find it in the mother sectors. Now, I know we have a bit of a history, but you know what? That crew you killed, they were probably shitbags anyway. So I'm willing to wipe the slate clean. You come over here. You have a nice safe space to to turn evidence on your devious bosses. And uh, you know what? I'll even let you look around uh, around here a little bit if you're trying to find whatever you're finding for your other employer. How do you explain that to the rest of your crew when you invite us in with open arms after you just very publicly accused us? Oh, I'm of still accusing all you. This? I, I, you, you did it. You working for Bet Noir caused this horrible uprising, and uh, I don't know uh, what they're thinking, but everyone knows they're sneaky motherfuckers. So, uh, you know, if you're willing to help us drive them off the planet then uh, people get over it. They've learned a while ago not to question me. Well, I'll give it some thought. Right now, we have some more immediate matters to attend to. I don't see what could be more immediate. Uh, Just our immediate survival is all. 
Oh, what? Because uh, you pissed off two of the biggest pirate crews on the planet? Something like that. That's why I'm offering you the safety. Like I said, we'll give it some thought. All right. All right. Well, and I'll just uh, end the connection. Power. Move. Okay. I won't even say bye. <laughs> or have a nice day. <laughs> oh, that's ice cold, Astro. <laughs> um, Astro will say, well, now I really want to talk to Bette Noir. Yeah, heck, we, we got to, you did get that recording, right? Yeah, but he's he's pretty much sticking to his public story. There's nothing really incriminating there. It's interesting, though. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, if we show them this evidence, if they had any doubts in us um, uh, causing all this trouble, I mean, I think this will help us, at least with them anyway. I mean, it's clear he's trying to frame us so he can blackmail us into helping him with whatever he's trying to do on the planet. Whatever... uh you know, Vendetta, he's trying to uh, carry out against Bet Noir. Honestly, I think it's just sort of the convenient um, scapegoat here. I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced that um, he's singling them out. <laughs> well, we're the convenient scapegoat and well, a pawn yeah. in, in, in this whole power struggle between the four factions here. That seems right. I mean, it feels like. Hmm. Yeah. That's a trap, right? I mean, he'll kill oh, us yeah. the moment we turn oh, ourselves yeah. no, in. No, I think we're all in agreement there. No, I, I, I have no intention of going over to smack. I'm just buying time. Okay. Hmm. I wonder if his advisors advised him to call us. Maybe. I still have the feeling that his his outside consultants are the real ones calling the shots here. Probably playing to his ego, you know, making him think that he's making the moves. But from any, everything I heard, uh, this 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 kind of uh, planning. Uh, Whatever they're after, this goes beyond Pound Foolish's normal, you know, a tactical thinking. So you're saying is you're they're playing him like a fool, like a clown. <laughs> I, I guess you could put it that way. Yeah. What about the DBC? Think they're going to go after that next when we don't turn ourselves in? I know well, it's not in their territory, but. They'd have enough reason to question or encroach on it, I suppose, right? Yeah. Um, I I don't know if they'd want to risk all-out war, um, but I don't like the DBC being out there, out of our control and in danger. I don't know what White Rabbit plans to do with our ship. I mean, 
it's kind of hard to put it, but I mean, where else can we put the ship? You know, if we put it, I don't think we can really move it without causing any kind of trouble. Well, <laughs> I assume there's about uh, a whole squad of uh, white rabbits surrounding the ship right now, um, making sure you know there's they don't make any exits. That is probably true. So There's nothing we can really do about the DBC at the moment. Yeah. You say that, but we have two and a half crew members on that. You think they just leave them in there? Probably not. I mean, maybe. It may just be better for them to leave them on there and ground the ship, but... I don't know what we can really do at this point, because the moment we pop up in White Rabbit territory, unless we're giving up, uh, yeah, there's, I, I, don't, I don't see if we can even make it there. Realistically um, speaking. I think the first thing I'd like to achieve is maybe fixing up my mech a little bit. That last engagement did quite a number. Dine will kind of look up at the camera, because I assume that we're there, but not in its sight. He's like, we should probably find an, an area where they don't already know the path, at least. Yeah. 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 Let's get settled. Try to you know, patch up, and then we can uh, ponder our next move. All right, so you guys are going to try <clears throat> and find a place out of the way uh, that is uh, maybe off the path you took to get here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so something kind of secluded. Okay. Off the, um, off the beaten path. This is a large, like, underground city. Um, so yeah. a lot of the pathways that stretch off in various directions are roads right or roads or alleys or areas where you know there are there are like almost like valleys cut between buildings right um so as you are trying to find a place that's a little bit more secluded um what i will say is uh you like if you do like a small little just like what's close to us scan in the caverns to see like you know what's the general layout around us um what you'll get is most everywhere is interconnected with everywhere else, except there is a small little turnoff area that has large buildings in it and kind of like a what's the word like a. You, uh, what's it called when like a bunch of buildings have like a green area out front of them? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like a Courtyard. Like a courtyard. Yeah, it's like so on on the on the scan of your local area you get, there is one area that's a little bit off the beaten path that seems to go to a couple of large buildings that have like a shared almost like courtyard area that are like differently shaped than the rest of the buildings. All right. Yeah, let, let's let's camp out there. OK. Uh, and I'm uh, proposing we we rest. 
well, as you make your way to this area, um, you realize why it's secluded as you close in. Um, this used to be what appears to be some sort of, um, uh, well, what I would call uh, like factory or chemical plants. Um, so it seems like it's kind of in its own secluded area in the city. You know, it's not like all the other paths go past it. You have to want to come here to come here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is it is large in some ways. Um, it's a sp- sprawling uh, almost looks like chemical refinement facilities that kind of from the outside look like a scaled up chemistry set. Um, there are building sized vats, networks of tubes connecting various buildings together, scaffold like superstructures of walkways, ladders, platforms and covered bridges going between the various buildings. It's obviously that this is like these five buildings are a complex of some sort. Um, and these these outer platforms and ladders and walkways almost climb along the whole thing like a creeping ivy. Um and it it looms large in these like artificial caverns. These are buildings larger than the buildings lining the streets you've come from. But it is a secluded area. It doesn't you can you can get your back to a wall, so to speak, in here where you won't have a bunch of other things coming from different directions at you. OK. Good enough. As long as there's not some sort of like, um, you know, uh. <laughs> this isn't the site of some like nuclear meltdown. Um, I say let's let's uh, camp out here for a bit. Sounds good. Um, you go first. You could be our canary in the coal mine. Okay. Uh, so Ashra will will uh, go out into the little courtyard area. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just uh set the mech down at at like one of the corners um by it by like where the building one of the buildings starts sure um it's like great plan chuck send send the person who has one structure on their mech first oh Oh, oh, right yeah (laughs) hey nominally our leader and also the most damaged of us how about you go on a solo mission by yourself over there (laughs) also the one who pays our pays our paycheck yeah 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 someone's got you know uh pay your bills so anyway so um uh once he sets on the mech he'll <laughs> he'll get out and start working repairs okay uh you set your mech down uh things power down um but as you're getting out um you notice that for some reason the the screens take like half a second longer to turn off than they normally do it's it's not anything you would normally notice. It's just a weird kind of fritzy type thing. Like, yeah, you wouldn't notice it, except it's like one of those things that you do so often, even like th- it happens the exact same way a thousand times. So the thousand and first time when it happens slightly a bit differently than normal, even though it's not that different, it right. strikes you as odd. It's like you walk up to your door and turn your house key a million times. And then one day your house is like one inch to the left and you're like, wait a second, this is wrong. You know? Yeah, sure. 
um yeah he's he's gonna he's gonna note that um well he'll probably for now chalk it up to the fact that his his mech like is took a lot of damage and so maybe it's you know maybe maybe it's chugging along a little slower than usual but yeah interesting Uh, All right. So the rest of you watch Astro uh, successfully uh, work his way in, uh, set down his mech. uh, He disengages from it and uh, begins to set up his work equipment. Yeah, I'll um, file in and give him a hand. My mech's actually in pretty good shape, so I don't need to do any repair work. What? When Astro actually gets out, like, what? What's it like outside? Like, is it? Is it? Is it? stuffy you know like is it easy to is it hard to breathe is it no yeah it's it's almost echoey in here yeah um imagine like vast underground caves that have like stalactites hanging from the ceiling but they feel artificial in a way because that's real stone you know that's real stone up there but the walls are largely built out of metal and support structures right so it's this weird combination of artificial and natural space that you're not sure why it was built in this way yeah Um, but i would say it's echoey it's large enough in here to not feel stuffy um it almost feels like um if you've if you've ever been in in caves that have like pools and extend out in different directions it's so big that it almost doesn't feel claustrophobic because the areas you're occupying are so large yeah 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 like one of those big um caverns right you know like the ones you would go into as a tourist because you'd be like oh look the stalactites have all different colors in them because of the strata and stuff like that that's that's the kind of the feeling you get here but the ceiling is like just stone, boring ass stone. The walls are like metal and and uh, plating and stuff like that. It, it is not a touristy place here. In fact, I would say the chemical refinement plant looming large surrounding you in this area uh, almost makes it feel like even more, even more like a, a. It makes it feel even more like you're on the surface than it did being in the rest of the city because the buildings around you are so large. It's easy to look into an area and only see artificial things and not see any of the cave. Right. Sure. That's interesting. Really wonder, like, how long ago this place was, like, in use. Like a whole nother city down here. So do you all head into uh, the courtyard area to uh, set down yeah. and, and do some reps uh, repair work? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it is rest time then. Uh, it takes one hour of uninterrupted downtime in order to do rest and repairs. Uh, the following occurs automatically. Clear all heat. Clear all mech statuses and conditions. And if you as a pilot are hurt, you get to restore half of your pilot HP. Um, Everything else requires repairs. Uh, And here's the thing I don't know if we were doing correctly before. Um, Until you do a full repair for 10 hours, uh, you keep all overcharge counters between fights. Hmm. 
So every time you overcharge and it gets more and more expensive, that that stays unless you do a full a full repair for 10 hours. That's weird. I yeah. never knew that. It doesn't huh. it doesn't stay in Comcon from the active mode to the non-active mode. It, it is possible the sheet I'm looking at is wrong, but it says that these are the things that happen on a full repair. Um uh restore mac hp to full stress and structure clear statuses and conditions recover core points reset overcharge counter which it doesn't say under normal rest uh regain all repairs and limited equipment uses and if facilities are available make a new mac basically okay um, but yeah, so you guys are able to rest. You let the heat out of your mechs. Everyone cools down to their base levels. Um, those of you who don't have a lot of repair work to do can explore or talk or make plans or whatever you want. I imagine Astro will be pretty busy here uh, because this mech's pretty messed. Um, <laughs> so let's go through and decide what everyone's doing with the repairs if you need to use them. Um, yeah, so I'll go first. Um, yep. Uh, so I'll just use my two repair cap to restore one structure. Okay. Yeah. You only have two repair, right? Yeah. All right. So you're using all your repair to get that structure back. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to ask, do you want, I have five um, repair cap. I can't talk tonight. Um, do you want two to get in our structure? You can't. I, um, we uh, don't have any floating repair cap. Yeah, that was like you, a special yep, situation a special when we did. So yeah. uh, repair cap can only be donated to another player if they're repairing their mech from destroyed. Because there's enough like cross <laughs> um, like cross parts between different mechs to get a mech from broken down to barely functioning. But the the um the parts and equipment between each mech are different enough that you cannot donate repair cap to another player except for getting it from destroyed to one structure. So like when I blew up my mech in the first mission? In, in the first mission. That was that you that was the exception in that mission. Everyone was able to donate enough repair cap to get you functioning. And then with the repair cap you already had, you got further than just functioning. Also, we gotcha. all had the same mech during that mission, so that helped. Yeah, that would have made things a little <laughs> bit easier as well. I do I do appreciate uh, the offer, though. Well, you're on your own. Evelyn does 180 <laughs> and walks away. No, no, I'll still help you set, um, repair. She's like, I've got other things to drill. Goes and tries to drill holes in the chemistry refinery plant. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what other explosions we can try to trigger here uh anyone else doing any repairs uh i am because i am at five hp yep. and i'm down <laughs> uh i am down a structure and a stress are you also down a stress uh according to my log from last time i think hold on i could have sworn maybe i didn't no i'm not okay okay the, i was gonna say because my record does not say you've lost a stress but okay i mean that's better for me uh <laughs> uh in that case i'm gonna use one repair cap to heal to full and then two to uh just restore my structure all right so you're using three all together yeah and that still gives me two yep and you'll have two left 
and back up to full health and uh, four structures. So you're looking a lot better off. I hate it when you're like at half or even a little bit more because it's like, do you, do you spend the yeah. one out of four repair cap or is it like, yeah. is it worth it to? Uh, I think I'm going to hold off. I'm I'm missing a third of my health, but yeah, the uh, the only other time you can use the repair cap is in battle. You can do a stabilize to get, you know, to full yeah. HP. So the downside is not using it now means you'll. You'll have to spend action efficiency for it later, but um There's ten extra hit points. I mean, yeah, like you said, you, you still in. you still have ten health between you and zero. So Yeah, you're yeah. You, the only one who uh is is better off is Chimera, who's only down two HP. So, I mean, I only lost this because some idiot decided to shoot a big bomb that I was next to. <laughs> Bad idea. Hey, man, I really wanted to shoot that bomb. <laughs> Listen, we spent like the first five minutes of the episode like, yeah, no, it's totally a good idea. Saved our lives. <laughs> I mean, that's what Dine thought. <laughs> He's like, uh... Either I shoot it, or I don't, and it may just outright explode even worse. I don't know. Let's just shoot it. Shoot it. Look, just, just assume that Artemis is rubbing off on you. Yeah, maybe. Art Dine is spending too much time around Artemis. So, so yeah. just to confirm, what are you guys doing as you get here, Chimera? Do you like get out of your mech? Yeah, I'm getting out of my mech and helping Astro. Okay, and uh, Orion. Uh, you're, you're doing focused. repairs, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, you would have had to shut down and get out of your mech. Uh, Castro, what are you doing during this time? Uh, keeping lookout. Keeping lookout? Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, Orion, so as you shut down your mech, the mech shuts down just slightly slower than it normally does. Okay. I was just going to ask if that happened. Uh, hmm following repairs um when i boot up i'm going to immediately have artemis and caster run full diagnostic on the mech to see if they can isolate the issue okay we will assume that happens a little bit towards the end of the rest then yeah because dine would notice that and he's just like that shouldn't happen was was my mech all right or did yeah, it also not, nothing no nope, nothing noticeable you didn't okay. shut down your mech. Both of both Astro and I did. No, uh, Evelyn got out. Oh, okay. Evelyn shut you, down you, her you mech and got off. out. Yep. Hmm. In that case, d since since uh, hmm, I wonder if it has to do with the, with the uh, AI. Hmm. Did, so, do you even here's the thing: is do you even know that happened to Astro? No, because, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's, Astro. That's I don't think Jeremy he said anything musing. about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's jeremy musing dying is not aware of this yet because <laughs> i i doubt astra would have noticed enough to have mentioned it he would have been like huh that's weird right. and just moved on exactly <laughs> like he 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 noticed it but he was like uh eh, you know that was a uh a hell of a battle we just had yeah um so he he, he kind of puts it out of his head for now Okay. 
Okay. And then uh, Kestrel, um, as you're on lookout, what are you doing? Are you just watching the entrance or are you looking around at the rest of the area you're in? Like, give me an idea of what you're doing over this hour. Um, is there just an entrance to the area we're at? Yeah, that's part of the reason uh, Astro picked this area to set up camp, basically, is because there's only one entrance. Um, so you okay. can't get like snuck up on uh, because it's almost like a cul-de-sac. Right. But on a scale much, much larger. Right. It comes down this way, comes to this giant chemical plant um, that looks like completely different from the other areas you've been to. Um, but there are no other pathways that come away from this into other caverns. It's kind of right. like a dead end. OK, cool, cool. Then, yeah, I'll just be I'll find an area where I can hunker down um, and just watch the entrance. OK. Uh, and probably just stretch my legs. Yeah, uh, absolutely. For a minute. Yeah. But I'll get out of the mech. I don't think I power it down. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like sense. stretching it and getting back in. Yeah. Yeah. Like open the cockpit, step out onto like the little the little platform that extends. Just like look around, do some stretches, that kind of stuff. Exactly. All right. Cool. All right. Your rest completes uninterrupted um comment you're able to with help from chimera uh kind of <laughs> put all the bits that have fallen out in our sparking back in order um <laughs> you will there are some parts that are missing here that you don't have replacements for so that's why you'll you're stuck yep. it's two structures still um <laughs> there there is some definite gaps in in your in uh what you would call fully functioning but yeah as far as you're aware it should it has everything to keep going uh i believe yeah. your autopod is still destroyed as well yep. correct I, I i actually have two things that are destroyed the autopods and the, my manipulators ah your manipulators are broken too okay let me yeah. mark that all right but yes so um those uh obviously are still broken and you just kind of look over things and you're like well you know that's the best we can do with the the materials we have on hand yeah. um your mech doesn't have a lot of extra space for spare parts no it does not it's a small guy uh and orion uh, as you finish your repairs and get things pulled back on, you have uh, Caster and Artemis do a like system scan to see if there's anything wrong. What do you tell them? Like you power the system back on, everything comes back on and you will notice that Caster and Artemis have kind of chosen two screens where their appearance often like appears as things are starting up. Um, so you will see their kind of images appear and like acknowledge that they are on line uh as everything pulls up what do you do i'd be like i'd be like caster artemis when i shut down there it, it looked like there was almost like a little maybe a system error i don't know can can you guys do a full scan to see if you can identify what was going on uh caster speaks up first uh systems error i didn't notice anything different uh odd uh, that you would notice something that we didn't. Uh, I will check the scans. And Artemis will say, huh. Mm, no. But it does feel weird here. I'll look into something. And Artemis's face paint disappears off the screen. Okay. 
I I shall wait for their return, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after a little bit, um, Caster comes back and will give you a readout um, that as the mech was shutting down, there was a odd time lapse. Um, and it, it basically Caster gives it to you in weird, uncompressed data that is hard to interpret. So I will need a pilot check from you to make sense of this. Okay, let's see. Pilot check. Uh, let's see uh, what I've are got. You, what what level um of uh you have the max level of technophile, right? I do. Then take accuracy on this roll. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't think. Would investigate count? Uh, investigate reads as research a subject or study something in great detail, which probably doesn't. That's like the closest I have. I think that would apply, that's, but I don't I think, think. I think that's close to what we're doing here because you're uh, you're examining this data in great detail. You're um, this is like yeah i would call this almost a puzzle it says investigating a misery or solving a puzzle there is a puzzle of data in front of you and you're trying to figure it out i would call that investigate sure okay so i will give myself one accuracy and this is investigate so this should be a plus four and we are going to 23 nice uh that is uh well above what you needed uh you examine the data and you look at it and you know when you turned off the mech what happened but the data just shows a weird sort of anomaly where timestamps aren't recording correctly and you you ponder it a while and you actually have to like check something you pull out like a like a handbook that you have like in your mac about like certain installation details of you know when you when you started incorporating um uh uh caster uh into the mech uh and like what to do about like two ai occupying the space at the same time and stuff like that so you had to do <laughs> a lot of additional reading you're like this is odd um you open up the data and as you examine it with this outside resource you realize there is a length of time occupying no more than a couple of seconds where your AI experienced time at a different rate than you did. That's experience time faster or slower. Good <laughs> like, question. I slower. It is. <laughs> they they think you press for for you. You press the off button, and the mech shut down three seconds later. For them, you press the off button, and the mech shut down two seconds later. So, you know what I mean? It it seemed like yeah. things took longer to you, which means to like, it seems like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost like you're from their perspective, you're the sped up one. Hmm. I'm going to mention this anomaly to the others and be like, did I, did any of you guys experience this? Actually, no, I would point this directly at Astro as he's the only one who has an AI. <laughs> Um, Asher says, well, actually, now that you brought it up, yeah, <laughs> I did notice uh, 
a, a weird delay when I was shutting down my Mac. I didn't think too much of it, but I definitely I definitely noticed it. Uh, you're saying the same thing happened to you? Yeah. Um, ha have your AI, whose name, I'm sorry, escapes me, Lynch. Uh, run a diagnostic. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, once I boot everything up again, I'll say, um, so did you explain to me this whole time dilation thing? Yeah, I, I would have explained it as far as I understood what happened. Okay, this is going to be a fun question to ask Lynch. Um, uh, once I boot him up, I'll say, <laughs> Lynch, how are you experiencing time right now? You know, I think oh, meeting is kind of a personal thing. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, but does anything feel weird to you lately? Uh, weirder than usual? Hmm. Mm, what do you mean by weird? Weird good? Weird powerful? Weird pure? Weird abstract? Weird beautiful? Weird, I don't know. When I was when I was shutting you off, uh it it took took everything like a, a second longer than usual for all the systems to turn off. Same thing happened uh to Dine on his mech. Uh, and he's also running two AIs. Uh, and he found something uh, in the logs that indicate his AIs are experiencing time at a, um, a dilated rate compared to how we are. Hmm. Could you run some diagnostics? Sure can. Thanks. Well, I'll buy that? you a coffee. <laughs> uh, he, like it literally he turns it around in two seconds like he, yeah. you tell him to run the diagnostics he's like well how about that yeah what'd you find that same thing a printout appears on your screen yeah weird keep an eye on any other anonymous readings if you would anything you find how about anything you find interesting or exciting well, there's so or many make, things. It's a little open-ended there. So, something above the baseline of what usually gets you gets you going. What about that? Is he uh, indicating something? I mean, he's just a voice. So. Yeah. <laughs> just, just you know, keep your eyes open. Uh, we'll we'll investigate this further. Does he have eyes? Your third eye. It implies he has two eyes to begin with. <laughs> um. Uh, so and and I'll, and I'll tell, I'll tell uh, Dine. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, I don't know what it could mean though. It beats me. Um. I don't know. It didn't happen before. Maybe it's something in this area. I don't know. Maybe don't it had know. something to do with the reading we were investigating. And once we were kind of in its sphere of influence. Maybe. It's all just speculation, though. Well, we'll keep an eye on it for now. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> 
<laughs> just, just what we need. The Pardon AIs me. are getting stronger. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> they can change time itself. They control the fabric of reality. That's good. <laughs> um, um, afterwards, I'll, I'll see if I can find Steve. And I'll say, um, hey, I was, I was wondering if we should risk contacting the DBC again. Uh, maybe we could get you on the line with your, with your wife, too. I thought of that. I like the idea. I'd like to do it. She would have contacted us by now. If she could. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully they're just in a holding pattern. You know, there, there's one option we haven't considered yet, which is just trying to escape. Get off this planet. Oh, I I've considered the hell out of that option so far. <laughs> well, I'm sure all of us have considered it in our own way, but I don't think we've actually brought it to the <coughs> table officially yet. We may be way in over deep. our heads here. We, we are in too deep, I agree. Um, but maybe not too deep that we can't dig ourselves out i think we could leave but i also think that we've been spending months out here looking for a clue and the moment we get close to a clue this happens yeah i agree it doesn't add up and i don't like it and it i'd be surprised if manticore isn't involved yeah i was gonna say i mean i feel like there's this is just the tip of the iceberg, and there's probably more shit to come. <clears throat> All right. Well, I just wanted to put that option on the table. Steve doesn't say anything else. He just kind of looks out towards the entrance. Evelyn has somehow produced a bottle of alcohol from somewhere, no one knows where, and she's just quietly sipping. It's from the chemical refinement plant. Shh. It's bright green. No one knows uh, where it came from, Todd. No one knows. Speaking of which, Astro, as you make your way back uh, from going to... to converse with steve uh you don't you like because he's he's more uh <laughs> posted up towards the entrance slightly not at it but towards it um and as you uh kind of walking back uh you kind of hit something with your foot that's half buried in the uh yeah. in the dust and rubble it looks like the corner of like a metal sign hmm. let's dust it off uh, you like kind of you have to shimmy it a little. There's a like few heavy rocks on there, but you shimmy it and pull it and the dust is kind of like shaking off as you're like shimmying it and vibrating it to get it out. And as you pull it up uh, on this, this almost it looks like a road sign, right? That would be on the side of a road leading in here. Um, you will see it is like a yellow sign with like uh, what you would recognize as warning symbols around the outside of the sign. 
Um, and in the center, it says site 12, but 12 is in Roman numerals. So it's site XII. Hmm. Okay. Site 12. Where are we? What were they doing here? Maybe we should investigate this plant and figure out what its purpose was. Over there? <laughs> huh? What? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. watched him stumble over a sign in the dirt, <laughs> shake at it to try and pull it out of the ground, and then start mumbling to himself as he reads it. <laughs> He's like, right yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he just points a sign. Apparently, this is site twelve. I found a sign of what we should do, says Astro. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know why, I, but the sign just makes me think of uh, think of uh, Amalentos from our other TNT game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come. I'll come walking over. Why do you, why do you keep pointing at this? What is this site? Site twelve. What? Okay. Roman numerals, I think. What is this plan anyway? What do you think they were doing here? I I look around as if almost... Not that I didn't notice where we were, but noticing where we are for the first time kind of look around, you know? I I have no idea. Uh, I mean, why is there even this... refinery, right? Why is there even this underground city? We didn't know about this coming in. I mean, that a normal thing for corporations to do put a city on top of another one. Uh, it might be, but I don't I know. Like we I thought we established this is normal. I could be wrong. You Maybe have no there? other examples in mind of <laughs> yeah. this. Never mind then. It's, uh, it, what I, I what I, I would... establish as normal is building a new city fairly quickly is something that corporations can do fairly easily. Building a city on top of a city, you're not sure why they would do that. It seems unusual. It's it's like it's the sort of thing that I'm not like, you know, like who knows what corporations get up to. I would wouldn't put it past them to do all sorts of crazy projects. Uh, but it seems it seems odd to have this whole underground city here and then build a settlement on top of it. I know maybe we're getting off track, but is anyone kind of curious of, about looking around this, this plant? Maybe figuring out what they were trying to do here? I am not... While I'm waiting to find out if my wife is dead or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, that does seem important. How about this? How about we spend? Are you there? Um, I still haven't figured that out. <laughs> uh, we'll the power say, of alcohol <laughs> makes Evelyn everywhere. Okay. For, <laughs> I, 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 I imagine trying. Evelyn wandered over to see what you guys were talking about. Okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> It's easier that way. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Um. I guess. I guess our next move is to try to get in contact with Bet Noir. But how? I don't have any contacts 
in Bet Noir. I, I have a feeling if we acknowledge or say who we are when we contact them, they're probably going to answer. Uh, They've got questions of their own, I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Um, do I think I could just kind of reach them out to them on on radio comms? What or do I, I need will some tell sort you is frequency. You you can do that. You can just send an open signal to them. But unless you're dialing a specific signal in, then that's just open radio. Anyone can listen. Yeah. Um, I will remind you of a thing. I don't want to take this from you, but it is something your character would know. Um, mm -hmm. But you do have someone who said they could set up a meeting with them for you. Oh, um, yes. Uh, uh, Hale Oberuder. Didn't she say that? Because she's the one who originally set up a meeting for you with Kingfisher. She was going to do That's the same right. for Bet Noir as well before shit hit the fan. You're not That's sure if right. that door is still open to you, but as far as what's on the table that Astra would have in mind is you could either contact them publicly and then everyone yeah. would be able to hear what you say until you're given a private channel to talk on or... That's the other person you knew could get in contact with them that you okay. know of. Well, um, Asher will say I, I do. I do remember Hale was gonna set up a meeting uh, with with uh, <clears throat> with them. So maybe uh, if she'll pick up, uh, she could still arrange that. Well, considering <laughs> all of the trouble that we got ourselves in, I think she's in probably just as much trouble for vouching for us yeah i was gonna say i wouldn't expect her to pick up you gotta make the call either way but i mean this is the second time now she's getting burned because of us she might be mad and that's a what, risk what are you we are willing her? to take <laughs> well i i messed up uh I mean, we go back, but I uh, recently I, I messed up a business deal with her, and that's why that's why she's kind of roughing it out here with the white rabbit. And you owe her because. Um. So uh, uh, this is Todd just trying to remember. I think Astro had a drunk night, a, a night out on the town, uh, where, um. He he was getting a damn drink and it didn't go well for him. So he, uh, uh, you it basically uh, was like you you he hurt your relationship with an important uh, NPC. So yeah. this is the important NPC I hurt your relationship with. You basically ruined. I think I screwed uh, up a deal with her or something like. Yeah, she was she, she made a deal with White deal. Rabbit to do a job for them, but you know somehow you screwed it up so badly that she was on the hook for a lot of money she could not pay back to them and when you're dealing with the pirate crews your options at that point is come into the fold and join your crew into theirs uh basically you know becoming part of them or they kill you right it's like all right well you owe us a lot of money you can't pay us back we could take you out back and shoot you or you could join us <laughs> so um yeah, so uh, I'll I'll say to uh, Steve, uh, trust me. Listen, she wasn't very happy with me to begin with, and she's already done us a few favors. So I kind of owe her a lot, and here I am right. trying to. Well, 
Colin that, another that's favor. That's what I was wondering. Like, to, for her to be working with us, you've promised her something, right? Like, what? What are you? What is she getting out of this? Well, I think she's hoping she can get out of White Rabbit, and I can line her up some work elsewhere. Which we definitely can do once we get get ourselves out of here. Heck, maybe she can join our crew. Anything's on the table. I I don't know if Astro's looking at the time, but when he mentions that, I just get like a horrified look on my face for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then just straighten it out, shake my head, and look back at Astro smiling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could use more hands, I, I, I assume. All right, well, anyway, watch the entrance. Go talk to your sign or whatever. Yeah, better call her up. So let's let's dial her up. All right, uh, you send a call out, uh, and uh, on the other end of the line, Hale answers, and just has this like look on their face that is like disappointed and like sad and oh, like no that's worse looks, than being mad looks looks like she's like almost like head down slightly looking at you through her eyebrows you know kind of like looking up at you just like sure i see how it is <laughs> my dangerous ideas are too dangerous for the great astro jammin don't want to go to the junkyard and steal some transponders no that's too dangerous it'll get us in trouble Ooh, look at me i'm so smart well how did your job go astro i mean that that's a point in your favor uh, i will concede that for sure i can't say i expected it to end up so going so splendidly wrong as it did um but there we have it hindsight's 2020 i suppose <sighs> surprise you picked up the call well what am i gonna do i need the juicy goss yeah well um you want to know what actually happened on the ground yeah. there yeah not the story that's being told by Pound Foolish. Listen, I know it's a story. You guys wouldn't have been in contact with me to do all that shit if you were going to just do what he says you did. I, I'm glad someone then believes us. Um, I'll send her. I think we did take some recordings of our battle. Um, so uh, can I send her like some of the footage yeah. we have? Um, and I'll say we ran into... Uh, some resistance when we were checking out the uh the anonymous uh, anonymous uh reading um and we think they're smack mechs but they have some weird uh they have some weird you know um uh, they're being powered by this um so what's the term this may be the first time you've noticed it because this is the first time you're uh -huh. scrubbing through the footage trying to show it directly to someone else. Whenever yeah. the ferro liquid appears on camera, it causes an electrical disturbance so that the area on the image where you know it was looks like corrupted data. Huh. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll this say, is the same right. data you sent to Ken Talonflare earlier, and yeah. he just looked at it as, oh, this is proof that Smack was there. Okay, yes, I understand. You're telling us you fought Smack there. Sure, great. But that doesn't exonerate you. We still don't know why you were there, right? Um, you. This is the first time you're looking at it in detail and realizing, oh, people can't see that there's this weird technology thing happening that's unexplained. Um. So... Yeah, Astro's like, well, I'm actually noticing this for the first time watching the playback. Uh, but do you see those patches of corrupted footage? Um, yeah, it looks like, like some sort of electrical frame. interference. Yeah, this is weird. Um, they, these mechs were being augmented by some like ferrous liquid or something. It seemed to heal their mechs when they were took damage, but it what? also... Yeah, it, it also, uh, you know, uh, was very explosive. Um, so okay, whenever okay, we brought okay, one okay. of their... Listen, Astro, I've read plenty of sci-fi books, but I'm having trouble believing there's a magic metal healing liquid. I don't know how it works. I'm sure there's a, you know, a very logical scientific explanation for all how... All this works. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a movie actor. Um, out of, but I'm telling like, you what I saw. Out of context, Todd, didn't we have video and pictures? Um. So yeah, if I can, so <clears throat> you can't see the the liquid itself, but I'm sure I could uh, fast forward. Do to like a before where, and after. Yeah, yeah, where the the mech is is kind of repairing <laughs> itself. So you you yeah you scrub back to before it got shot and then you yeah. scroll forward to after the interference all of a sudden it doesn't look shot anymore and she's like yeah I'm like see that whoa that's crazy yeah I'm telling you there smack is is dealing with technology I haven't seen before what and the I how do we get this. <laughs> beats me fig figure out what smack is 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 doing behind the scenes so you're saying what's behind all this you know weird corrupted data in your video is a she she pulls up her hands and does like air quotes with her fingers <laughs> a magical metal healing liquid I know it sounds crazy, but yes. And also it it's doesn't not show like up an on internal video repair footage. system. It's not like, you know, arms are switching out repair. Listen, I've seen some crazy mechs do something where it like pulls off damaged plates and they have like backup plates that rise up from below and like slot in. So are you sure that that's not what was happening? Uh, honestly, it, I'm I mean, surprised no one. Uh, I'm surprised I mean, no one has mentioned the nanobots yet. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know exactly how it works, but it is some weird kind of liquid. I don't know what to call it. Maybe it's a fuel. Maybe it's uh, a a a biomechanical gel. Uh, that patches when uh, you say biomechanical gel her her whole face like <laughs> like 
furrows in like a, I can't believe you just said that kind of way. <laughs> like that like, is like not you're a the thing. biggest idiot in the room. Yeah. Like when Dine hears this, you can't Astro can't see it, but he does a big face palm. It's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> but I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you what I saw and what we have on tape. And this, okay. this same substance, the same liquid, uh, is what's caused that huge explosion, too. Huh. Okay. It had like a... Like so a, it, it magically repairs metal and explodes. It's like exothermic. It's highly reactive, I guess. When on when does it when does it explode? Well, uh, it seems when when you destroy when you destroy whatever machine it's operating. Oh, Astro! I'll I'll fast (laughs) forward to part. They Astro like you see uh you see them like reach out and like grab whatever camera's recording them and like they pull it closer to the their face <laughs> so like their face gets larger on the screen yeah astro you know what this means what aliens yeah you know i might be i might be with you on this one you you just described literally the plot of submarine 5 galactic heist <laughs> I can't believe I didn't realize that. You're right. It's it's like <clears throat> Oh, it's it's true what they say. People writing sci-fi are really just writing the future early. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if the director is involved in this whole plot. Oh, it's a book. Oh, there's a TV adaptation of, about it. There is? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't in it though. I don't care. You, well, see, you and, see her pull up a second screen where she starts looking for listings of it. <laughs> Astro, Listen, this Ash, is, this Astro is may or may not be thinking of the same thing. <laughs> Why would aliens join a pirate crew? Or why would a pirate crew be using alien technology? <clears throat> or maybe this is just highly advanced corporate experimental technology that has been uh, hidden to the public until now. Okay. But I, I told believe you about- Smack would have that less than them having aliens well i told you about uh, smack has has a few has a couple guys coming <clears throat> in outside influencers so they're the aliens seem to be they well they may be the alien ambassadors sure uh, uh, you know i can i can humor you there or they could be representing corporate <clears throat> interest oh man if corpos have this kind of stuff, we're all screwed. I agree. Well, listen, here's why. Here's why I was calling. I was wondering if you could still set up that meeting with Bet Noir. 
she looks Seems- like confused, like like caught off guard by the request for a moment, and yeah. then like readjusts and is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but why? Well, the way I'm looking at it is uh, Pound Foolish publicly accused us both of causing this explosion. Um, we know Smek, and Pound Foolish, by the way, called me personally. Uh, and he said he he'd take us in if we just point the finger at Bet Noir. So okay. I'm kind of interested to hear what they have to say. I bet You're they're gonna... interested to hear what we have to say. Why would he be? Okay, yeah, okay. I'll set you up. Uh, I'll set you up a meeting with uh with Bet Noir. Um, I'll see who I can get a hold of. I know a few people over there, but uh. Yeah, you know what? Uh just just stay just stay uh stay available and I'll get back to you. I'm going to do this now. I don't got a lot going on, so just stay available. I'll get back to you real soon. Hey, and can you do me another favor? Can you just uh keep an ear open and uh see if you can figure out what White Rabbit is is uh doing with our ship? Oh, you don't know. No, I don't know. Tell me. Well, they uh they isolated it. Okay. Yeah, uh, um uh all I know, remember, I'm not I'm not in the officers club here, but uh all I know is that um a few of my old crew members from before we joined um said that they heard an argument. Um, and then all of a sudden Ken started giving orders to, uh, have a couple of, uh, MC guards kind of trained on the ship at all times. As far as I'm aware, no one's been taken off the ship, but, um, the whole area has been jammed. All right. Well, that's good. I guess they haven't boarded it, right? Not that I know of. If we have new prisoners, I haven't heard of them, and I probably would have heard through the grapevine. But no, as far as I know, they have a guard detail priced on your ship. Um, I mean, right now, I hope I hope your ship's comfortable because the rest of your crew's probably prisoners on there. Well, as long I don't as know how safe. much of the elect. Well, I don't know how much of the electronics on there are working either. So I I hope you have some. Uh, <laughs> I hope you have some. Uh, you know, what what's it called? When shelf shelf stable, I hope you have some shelf stable food because anything you got refrigerated in there might start going bad. There's plenty oh, of tuna. No. Oh no, not the tuna! <laughs> you all laughed, but now who's laughing now? No one. <laughs> now who's the laughing tuna's now? Spoiled. <laughs> that tuna will last us a millennium. But uh, oh. yeah. So as far as I know, they've shut down the area they have some crew trained on the ship they haven't boarded it or done anything hostile but um yeah they've uh they've drained the power from the ship so well if you guys were looking to get off planet you probably have to refuel before you could take off at this point i figured they wouldn't let us just up and leave but yeah they, they straight up just siphoned your tank but that's uh, that's reassuring in the way that nothing else has happened. Um, I think maybe uh, for now, uh, Ken wants to give us the benefit of the doubt, is my hope. And hostages. Well, that too. But yeah. as long as they're safe, that's, that's all Listen, I want to hear. Listen, what I learned 
is rule number one of uh, negotiating in in pirate business is have hostages. So, yeah, that's that's usually a, a good go to. All, All right. right. Well, uh, hey, like I'll... I said, stay available. I'll get back to you as soon as I have something. All right. Appreciate and it. And Astro. Yeah. If we get out of this. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. I will show up any day of the week and just ask you. Ask you for something and you're just going to have to give it to me. <laughs> if I say we're going out drinking tonight, you're paying the tab every night from now on forever. That's, it, that's fair enough. Trust me, I'll be happy to pick up all tabs uh, from from now until eternity if we get out of this alive. All right. Talk to you later, loser. And she sets off the call. All right. Well. It's interesting about this uh, video footage. I hadn't noticed this before. Yeah, none of you watched it in detail before. Yeah. You recorded it, but you haven't really watched it back. Right. Not only is it a magic liquid that can repair um, Max and go boom, it can delete itself off of footage. Don't know what to make of that. Hell might be right. It, maybe it is aliens. Are you saying this to anyone or are you just musing to no, yourself in your cockpit? He's musing. Okay. <laughs> he's monologuing. If you're, if you're <laughs> musing to yourself in the cockpit, then you'll hear a voice click on over your shoulder as you're doing so. And you'll just hear aliens. I wonder if they're real. If they think the same things we think. Me too, buddy. Me too. All right. Well, eventually, um, Astro will uh, just radio everyone else um, and kind of bring them up to speed. Talk to Hale. Uh, she's going to set up a meeting with Bet Noir, um, or at least get us in contact with someone. Um, and also, hey, check out the footage. Uh, this weird Ferris liquid doesn't show up on any of it. It's just corrupted data. That's mighty convenient. Can't really get um evidence of it. Yeah, no wonder Ken wasn't like uh, didn't react the way I thought when he sent sent him this footage. Couldn't even see, uh, he couldn't even see the weird technology they were using. You know what? We, we got time to kill, right? Um. We have a little bit of time until I hear back. Well, what are you we, thinking? we got that we got, we got that camera back over yonder that's powered by that goo. We're gonna take a crack at it, see if we can. Um, I don't know. I mean, we got some ranged <laughs> weapons. Let's see if we can at least. Um, so I don't know. Recover it. Yeah, real quick. Uh, so uh, I I think last session didn't I do some sort of like hack check on. The camera like to see like if it was possible to uh detach it um and i feel like one of the things i discovered is i was worried if i did the whole thing would explode or something 
That is, is that correct. Right? It yeah. seems like it has an anti-tamper mechanism that if the unit is compromised, then the liquid will detonate. Much like the mechs you fought, when the mech became compromised, the liquid detonates. Can we do it at range, or it has to be on site? So, what do you mean? Oh, uh, like can we hack it from like hundred yards away? You know, and so if it explodes, no harm done. You don't know. Well, uh, we got time. Yeah. We got time to kill. That's the that's the biggest mystery we got going on that we can actually deal with. I suppose I could go back there. Um, uh, oh right, my it, isn't my subjectivity enhancement suite broken until I can yeah get a special part to repair it. Oh right. Oh, I suppose we could go back there and give it a try. Um, I mean, I'm I'm open to suggestions. I mean, is there anything I, else you guys want to do? Well, I do. I I would like to see if it would be possible to get a sample of this this substance. This is Evelyn just, this tap, is Evelyn real, just taps her forehead like that's the idea. This is real hard evidence. We can we can show the other factions. Unless it like disintegrates as soon as you touch it. Yeah. Actually, uh, we, actually we might disintegrate if we touch it, but still. <laughs> We could we could take another look at it, but no promises. Um, my Yo. character would know nothing about, um, like Ren wouldn't have told me anything about like the first mission the DBC had, and, or the well, no, I guess it wasn't our first mission, but uh, you mean the one on that the took station? place on the like on the um, yeah, on the, the white station. Yeah, the space station. Yeah. yeah, no, no. She would have given you um, <laughs> like her write up of that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I would know about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you would. Okay. You would have data from the mission the DBC did on AO Station. Okay. Uh, then I'll respond with, "Wait, you said the cameras don't show up. Didn't that happen when you guys were on AOS?" Um. What the. Uh, uh, didn't what happen? The there's some sort of thing you guys fought. Yeah. Oh yeah, we fought some strange <laughs> mech uh, uh, with technology I haven't seen before. Um, Didn't it did do it, something similar? It did. Was there goo? It's been so long. Literally. Um. There. There wasn't goo, but we destroyed the mech and then it's sort of like what reassembled um and fought us again so there it was a it was a matruska doll basically there was a mech inside the mech yeah uh, when you destroyed the mech the outer shell that was the mech you thought you were fighting basically got burned away as a smaller strange mech kind of rose up out of the rubble um that's the thing that started hacking your systems and made you shoot each other and started like overheating you and stuff like that and uh, remember you did a scan on it and you couldn't even get like uh frame data on it right um a weird thing happened where your systems almost had like a strange sort of memory tick where it was like well it kind of looks like this and it kind of looks like this so it just fused the two like mech names together which just became like a weird jumble of nonsense that you couldn't read so it was like 
you know, it was like uh, pulling up a, a data that was like in between two files. It's like your mechs have never seen this before. Yeah, it, it wreaked havoc on our our sensors and our systems. Uh, and it was hard to get any sort of uh, data, like physical data on what it even was. Um, well, I don't know if we, oh. we I'm sure if we recorded it with video footage we'd probably see a big corrupted blot there too who knows but yeah i i get i i wouldn't be surprised this is probably uh part of the reason ren is so interested in what's happening here he probably senses a, a link a linkage of some sort Yeah, they're always thinking two steps ahead of anyone else that's thinking ahead of them. Uh, that they are. Well, at the very least, I think Ren Ren would be interested too if uh, if we brought back a sample of this weird goo. So let let's see, let's see what we can do. I vote freeze it, flash freeze. If we could do it, I'm I'm yeah. all for that. <laughs> I look at behind him towards the chemical plant. Let's see if we got something that works. Okay. <clears throat> you, uh, let's go. Let's go check it out. Is there a, is there a good point of ingress to this chemical plant? So, okay, I'm sorry. I was trying to look up stuff from the first session, so I was just oh, letting no you guys converse with each other a little bit. What is your plan? So uh, so we're kind of winging it right now, but uh, okay. go ahead, Jay. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, but I am hoping that there's some sort of future liquid nitrogen or something here that freezes really fast, because I, I, I figure if we freeze the goo, it won't be able to explode hopefully i feel well, like our mechs have take it as a sample well we this just... is a re this is a chemical refinement plant so there is a possibility you may find chemicals here yeah <clears throat> uh, that's that's the idea all right so i think i think we want to explore this plant a little bit on foot and see if we can find uh, auto-tune todd <laughs> uh, i'm <laughs> no, sure sorry, on your recording you sound fine todd but over discord you've become a robot <laughs> Okay, how do I sound now? Am Fine. I okay? Yeah, you're good. You're All good. Right. You're good. My internet has been a little spotty today, but uh, just bear with me. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but yeah, I was the thing I was looking up. By the way, is uh, the name of the person uh, that you guys faced off against in the first um, in that first mission? He was piloting that mech. Um, because I believe I about that, that is the first time you guys heard the name Noesis. Um, yeah, <clears throat> they identified themselves as a paladin of the Noesis mandate. Um, and that was uh, I think it was Marcus Adius. Marcus Adius, uh, Marthus Adius. Uh, yeah, they were they were named Mark Tia. Later, they reve revealed themselves to be Marthus Adius, paladin of the Noesis Mandate. OK, 
Can you uh, that... post that somewhere, Bob? Uh, name. I believe I might have that just in my thing right here. They were from Barrel. Uh, fog Mark Tia. Okay, I didn't I didn't put their secret info on here, so I'll just type it out for you. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. So uh, as you all uh, head over towards the chemical plant, uh, I described it as this large uh, network of refinement facilities, one building that looks like it's a giant vat um, connected by tubes to other various buildings. Um, what do, what are you looking for as you enter here? Because it's literally like a giant complex of five buildings connected to each other. Sure. Uh, any kind of documentation about maps or what this place is or where things would be stored or okay so so where do you go like where how what's your approach give me a give me a line of entry egress and purpose i mean front door assuming okay. there's some sort of entry desk right like sure, they expect sure. people to come into the front and then hopefully have some sort of data nearby okay uh, you know about the rest of the building is my first thought all right. So uh, are you are you like riding your mechs closer and getting out by the front door? Or are you walking across this area to go to the front door? Um, yeah, a Astro will get out of the mech and walk, walk. But what I'm asking is, like, do you guys door. do you guys like take your oh. mechs to the plant <clears throat> and then get out and go in? Or are you leaving them out in like the the like open area? like further away from the plant and then walking towards the plant as people. Oh, uh, um, I assume uh, we can move it up a little, move the mechs a little closer. Yeah. Let's keep them close. Just, just in case we need to make a quick think about, away. Yeah. Think about this as like a, a corporate campus. Like yeah. it's not huge, but, but you will be, a fair jog away from your mechs if like yeah. you you leave them out where they are right now yeah okay yeah, let's get them close to the entrance uh so they're within arms <clears throat> okay as you guys get closer to the chemical facility astro over your shoulder uh you hear a voice talk to you uh that just says um the larger ideas are deeper, more powerful, more pure. You find anything? Mm. I just feel like things are deeper. Like there's other places. Just a little bit below. Something about this place we're in now make you feel that way? Now that I think about it, there is something about this place, like I can see it. And just beneath the surface is another world. 
I mean, we're already beneath the surface in a in a different world. Do you think there's something below this? Maybe there's still different ones, if you dig deeper. Well, <laughs> if you go deep oh, enough, maybe you'll start seeing what you're afraid of. You always give me a lot of philosophical ideas to chew on, Lynch. But I also think I think you're probably hitting upon something weird that that exists in this place. And we're going to we're going to figure out what it is. We'll find out what that world is beneath this world. I want thoughts that leave room to dream. I feel like this AI is not going to be gotten by most of the audience of people listening. <laughs> I'm actually wondering, is this normal for Lynch or is this Lynch this is, going? Lynch is I'm, just, not, I'm not explaining it, but Lynch <laughs> you is can just, if you want. Lynch, is, I mean, Lynch is in my <laughs> head. He doesn't have to be get. He's 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 just a weird AI, um, loosely based off of the idea that David Lynch is a weird director, um, but he ha- kind of has his own thing going too. You know, he's just a kind of he's a heady uh, uh, out there AI. Yeah, what I've described him as is he is the AI they gave you because they weren't ready to replace your AI when your last one was destroyed. So they gave you one that was a prototype that they were like, this one's a little weird and uh, sometimes says things that concern us. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So be careful with this one. (laughs) Be careful. First battle, three structures gone. <laughs> yeah, that was that wasn't Lynch's fault. Or was it? Tis all but a dream. <laughs> you guys didn't tell us about your your rogue AIs and everything, right? Um, I, I mean I say rogue AIs, but the the, the time dilation they had. I mean, oh, you haven't yet, yeah, um, so I'm just assuming what happened. Yeah, go ahead. I, 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 it hasn't come up for, for Astro yet. Um, he's not yeah, withholding it, but yeah. Um, okay, I, I was just curious if, if that was something specifically you desperately wanted to get out. If not, then that's fine. I was just wondering. I mean, I, I wasn't hiding it or anything. I just contacted Astro directly when I found mm-hmm. out because I knew he had an AI and you two didn't. Makes sense. <coughs> All right. So uh, you guys are able to set your mechs down near the uh, what looks like the closest to a main entryway that you are able to locate. Uh, and as you uh, dismount uh, and walk through the front door, you will notice that this front area for being a chemical <coughs> plant um, has like a fairly. um uh it almost like a almost like an atrium in its front area there's like a reception desk um there is like a fountain um long long disused fountain there's no water running through this anymore um but you could tell at one point it was like fairly impressive but not much this is not like the corporate access you would see from a, like a teratella or something like that but this is like a place that was built that 
like important people might have to go to because you can tell like there's some presentation here. It's not all hard lines and manufacturing. Yeah. So it's not all utilitarian. It's not it's not entirely utilitarian. Um, as you make your way to the front desk, you will notice that basically all of what would normal be be records here have been taken. Um, there are no terminals left. Things of value seem to be gone. Um, there are still like seating that's like the kind of seating that would be built into the wall. But based off of the layout of this area, there was probably more seating and more like stuff here that was taken like the things that could be lifted and taken away were lifted and taken away um you will see the building you've entered in seems to be an admin building um there is you know staircases that go higher um there is just behind the front desk what appears to be like a records office in the back um you can see that there are still like um, what I would call like filing cabinets, but they're more like filing drawers because they're built into the wall. They're not cab like they're not freestanding cabinets. They're like built into the building. Um, but out here at the front desk, you don't see anything. Uh, all what you will see though is uh what uh actually something that uh, Kestrel was looking for. Uh, Steve, you will notice that uh, as you look around, you see the approximation of a floor plan for the building. And at the top, it says site XII. Cool. I go check that out. All right. What are you looking for on the floor plan? Uh chemical storage or anything like that i suppose oh yeah there's chemical storage on this um it is not in the building you're in it is in the building that's more shaped like a giant vat um with all the tubes coming out of it but you do see sure. where on the map that would be um in the center of that giant building though you will notice there is like a central i'm gonna call it what it looks like on the map on the map it looks like a lake it looks like there's a lake in the middle of the building like a giant pool of liquid of some sort um and it is labeled uh vesalian medium vesalian all right um i will type it out to you it's v-a-s-s-a-l-i-o-n and then medium do I, I, I wouldn't, I'm guessing the floor pin doesn't tell me like what's being stored there or anything. Oh no, no. It, uh, like you are lucky no... if there are labels on things. There are some rooms that are just labeled like one through 25, right? It's yeah. just like one with dash and then 25. You imagine that at one point there would have been a directory to tell you what one, two, three, four, five and stuff would have been, but that is not on this floor plan. There are a few things that are labeled on here, but it's not a majority of the things. Okay. Um, other than that, I would look for like a filing room of some sort, maybe be able to try to find what they stored here and if we can use any of it. Oh, but, sure. Um, uh, that would be in the admin building you're in right now. Um, you can tell that this is where uh, like storage and mm -hmm. um, data upkeep was. If there are physical records, they would have been in the building you're in now. But this building is like five stories tall. Um, and it, you can see where like there are different filing rooms, but it's hard to say for certain what those different filing rooms have in them. Mm hmm. 
Okay. Um, uh, I'll check one or two of them out then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give that. me a pilot check. Just checking to see if I have anything that works for this. Hold up the sheet. Not really. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. You can always give a flat pilot check. Yep, six. Okay, yeah. You you kind of like open the door of a few filing rooms, and when you see that a lot of the files have been taken, you're like, ugh, you know, like. It looks like they've probably taken some of the more important files with them when they left. Um, you go through a few areas, but a lot of it is like de-identified info or um, when you start paging through a couple of things that have been left behind. It's like, why do these papers even exist when half of the things on the page are black lines, mm. right? Um, heavily <clears throat> redacted uh, documents. Okay. Uh, I, I, Astro will go up to like sort of the admin desk area. Yeah. Um, I assume they have some sort of like long deactivated computer or terminal there. Those have been taken. Those have been taken. Yes. Okay. It looks like the electronics in this building, at least, have been taken. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to see if I could pull out any like sort of storage medium or um... the only thing electronic in here. And keep in mind, it is it is unpowered in this building um, right. is that uh, in the like small filing room behind the front desk, there is like something that's built into the wall that looks like a screen, but it is powered down. So you're not sure what it does. All right. Um, why don't we uh, split up? Some some people can go off, look for some useful chemicals, and maybe some of us can stay here, see if we can find anything in this building, any kind of records or, uh, you know, uh, data we could get our hands on. Figure out what was going on. That. Wasn't this like five stories? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've you've looked around, Steve, but in the amount of time that you've given it thus far, you no, have not I, found I don't anything. mean like we shouldn't keep doing it. I'm yeah. like, I've already walked away when he's saying oh, this. Oh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So Steve is off looking for something. Yeah, that, uh, that's... I'll, I'll split up as well. That sounds like a plan. I'll say, oh, hey, Steve, where are you heading then? Or did... Is he gone? Did, oh, he's gone. He yeah, while you okay. were looking around at other things, Steve found a staircase and was like, huh. He, he like looked at the map on the wall and he saw like files and then he went upstairs to start looking through the okay, files. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Um, I, I, I'll just follow my way up after him then. Okay. Um, uh, and what was the name of that chemical that was like the lake, Bob, like in the lake or whatever? I have or it what? typed into our uh, Roll20 chat. It's oh. Vesalian medium. <clears throat> I was, uh, yeah, I was interested in checking that out, actually. Uh, Dine is going to head over to like the where all the chemicals are and that that large building filled with the vats and everything. It'll take you a while to get there. You're like walking like a few buildings <laughs> over through like walkways and tunnels and stuff like that. But yeah, it's 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 like the giant 
chemical, actually refinery. That's where those things are held and where the giant like lake sized pool of liquid is. I, I, I know there's not anything like a history check, but I wonder if Dime would have at least heard of this Vassellian medium at some point, because I mean, he's been working with a lot of weird stuff ever since he started uh, like upgrading the mech. So it it sounds like something he may have heard, at least maybe heard of at some point. But I don't know. Uh, I could ask you to make a pilot check with um, uh, difficulty That's fine. To, to have even heard of it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, you have no you have no relevant skill triggers to this. Yeah. I feel like if anyone's heard of it of the group, Dine probably has just given. I could see that. Uh, probably not because I rolled a seven. Seven. You're like for a second, you're like, man, I feel like if there was some like large manufactured chemical. Like, I would know about it because, like, usually things that they build giant refineries to build are used on a large scale. Right. And, you know, a lot of manufacturing chemicals. Um, So maybe it's used in a field you're not plugged into. You know what I mean? Maybe it's used for agriculture for all you know. You know what I mean? Maybe it's used in a field that isn't like weapon systems and reactors or something like that. Right. uh, But maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you found a giant pool. Maybe you found the shampoo refinery. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as far as you're aware, you have not heard of Vesalian medium before. Dine will just make a mental note. He's like, when we get back to when I get back to the mech, I'll have Caster review the databases for any mention of it as okay. he as he walks to the chemical refinery. All right. So is that where Chimera is going as well then? So are the two yeah. of you going over to the refinery? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the two of you are going over to the refinery. Steve, I imagine you're upstairs, like, disappointedly looking at, like, a bunch of bullshit papers that are useless as Astro would come upstairs and find you. Anything good? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, a good kindling to start a fire with yeah that's about what i figured no uh no electronics i can look at either seems like when they abandoned this place they took all the good stuff we're not going to find any chemicals here then I just say we we go straight to the the storage uh, facilities, maybe not the refinery, but where those pipes lead to. See if there's okay. even anything in there to pump into them. So whatever come. we need is probably not in that big refinery, right? Well, uh, seems like um, Evelyn uh, was talking about maybe uh, and Dine we're, we're talking about checking that out. So oh, yeah, good. let's. Let's check out the storage areas. So you're mm-hmm. looking at looking at the like feed areas that are sending things yeah. to the central area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you guys will uh, kind of come down, you're able to find with the floor plan that Steve found. Um, there is definitely 
um, like pathways that go there. Um, they are luckily a little bit closer than walking all the way to the refinery. So I'm going to stick with you guys for a second. Okay. Um, and you guys uh, kind of like walk through a little pathway. It's just the next building over. You're able to find various like pump systems. There's like large walls of machinery. This isn't like the vat room, but you can tell that this is areas that is operating the various machines that did whatever happened in the pipelines here. And you're still not quite sure what that is. Um, but uh, Steve is able to lead you to what he is noted on the uh, kind of floor plan as like where the feed areas come from. And you will find large like storage lockers uh, that are locked, like locked lock with um, like their their door locked. And then they have, uh, you know, the kind of like heavy chain style locks that you put on condemned buildings. Um, but yet there, there are doors that say there are storage areas, but they are like locked off. Uh, can we break our way in? Yeah. How do you do so? I mean, depending on the lock, I assume my my gun would be able to break it. So these are like condemned government building style chains. This is like they wanted to keep people out out. So mm -hmm. the 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 thickness of each individual chain is like, oh. <laughs> Um, you could do something to get through them, uh, for sure. I'm not ruling that out. I'm just saying like a gunshot isn't going to do much to these. And there's not like a single lock on the chains. There is. Yes. Okay. What about, uh, hinges on the door? Uh, the hinges on the door are, must be built like into the wall. Because mm. you can see like where the door abuts the wall, either the hinge is on the other side of the door or it's one of those doors that like hinges at the joint where it meets the wall. OK, are there any windows? Uh, there is a window, but it is that kind of like privacy glass that has yeah. so that you can see like a little bit of light go through. But it's one of those privacy glasses that has like the little black lines in a checkerboard pattern that yeah. go over it. Yeah. Got anything that'll break a chain? Well, uh. Call the ruined chain and see if they could help you. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of their specialty. <laughs> they see chains and they ruin them. I I don't have anything on me. You said there's a, a window that goes into the area we're looking yeah, at? Yeah, there's above? a window in the door, but it's like that like oh. strong privacy glass. Oh, okay. And there's not like a like a window we could fit through it, though. You could probably fit your arm through this window if you squeezed. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we can see what's inside it. Uh, I'll try to shoot the window out and then look in. All right. Um, your gun is a what? It's like a like a signature, some some type of. What uh, what what strength of weapon are you using? A, I have a medium and a heavy signature. What do you imagine those are? 
that uh, uh Steve medium cares would be about. like an AK, heavy would be like a it's an ordinance, so it'd be like a an RPG kind of thing. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So you're you're gonna take out the AK and try to shoot the window out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, you uh, you're able to fire at the window. It it's strong, but it's not like gun strong, right? So you shoot it and it cracks with the first bullet, and then you shoot it a couple of more times. And once there are holes in it, it's like it's still mostly holding together. But you're able to like with the butt of the gun like hit the pieces that are still like clinging on out but it it takes a little bit but you're able to like clear that little hole of the privacy glass okay uh, uh, it dawns on me after i've shot maybe i shouldn't have shot into a room where there are chemicals that i don't know are there but that luckily, happens yeah so we move luckily, on. <laughs> opposite, luckily opposite the window is a concrete wall yeah um as you kind of like peer through you're able to like look to one side and the other down the room from where the entrance is a little bit you see large chrome tubes large standing chrome tubes that are like taller than you are right and there are pipes coming up from the top of those that seem to like network together and leave the room and you can see uh, a variety of what appear to be shelving down in that area as well but it's like if you're looking at walking to the room, you would have to like walk into the room and make a left and go down that direction. And that's where it is. Okay. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, boss, if you want me to, I can blow up the door. Um, you thinking of just grabbing your mech and doing it that way? Yeah, or it's you, probably easiest. Or do you have, like, any charges on you? Hmm. I got a few grenades. Uh, I'll I'll let you uh, decide how you want to explode the door. I like to give my, uh, my crew uh, liberty in these regards. Yeah. Freedom to blow up things how they wish. Yeah. You're right, might as well save the grenades, and we're waiting for your call anyway, so I'll go get my mech. Okay. If you want to keep fiddling with it, you're more than welcome. I don't I'll know just, how to pick old locks. I, I don't think I, get, I don't have any luck, but um, I'll, I'll stay behind and, and just kind of wander around the building. Okay. Uh, Astro. Uh, as you are wandering down these kind of like uh, rooms, some with open doors, a lot of them are locked, though, that like go to anything interesting. Uh, you kind of wander past a few places. Uh, I want. Whatever you think represents for you dumb luck. OK. Um, so do you mean like. Um... It might just be a pilot check with nothing boosting it. Yeah. Um, but I just want to know if you stumble onto something here. So roll me a pilot check. Difficulty is just flat difficulty. Um, but I want to see if you stumble onto something here. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I think I'm just. You're kind of just bored and wandering. Yeah, I'm just. I think I'm just gonna roll a flat out d20. Um. So let's do that. Yeah, he's not particularly like looking for anything. He's just Mm -hmm. kind of seeing what there's to see. Yeah. Rolled a seventeen. Okay. Astro, as you're kind of like waiting for uh, Steve to go to go fetch his mech or some sort of system to blow up the door or breach it in some way, you kind of wander through what open rooms you have available. And you notice that a lot of the, you know, data, you just like take a few things off the wall and you're like, oh, yeah, all the data is redacted. You'll notice one thing that has writing on it that isn't redacted, though. And you're like, huh. Interesting. And it's a plaque on a desk cart, like on a, a slightly important looking person's desk. It's a it, you wander in a room that has like a large desk in the room. And that's all that's in the room is a desk. And you imagine that when this place was active, there was other furniture in this room. But all that's left is this desk. And it looks like they forgot the nameplate on the desk. Right. Uh, and as you walk up to the desk, you see on the nameplate, uh, it says Tom Tim Tam. Tom Tim Tam. Yep. Is this a oh. name I, I've heard before? Yes. Nope. Uh, uh, no, it, 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 I'd be super surprised because I haven't named anyone Tom Tim Tam before. I know who I was confusing it with. Okay. Okay. Um, it says Tom Tim Tam. Regional director of Project Protoplast. Interesting. Protoplast? Project Protoplast. Okay. Um, I assume we're all on like kind of like walkie-talkie sort of radio frequency, right? I don't need an Omni hook to uh, reach no, out as, to No, as long as you're within sensors range from each other, yeah. you can still communicate normally. So, yeah, I'll kind of say through the radio, I'm like, uh, well, hey, guys, I found the name of whatever they were working on here. Project Protoplast. Anyone ever heard of that before? Sounds like can, a dishwashing detergent. Can, Maybe that's what they're know. working on. Hmm. <laughs> no, I, I can't think of anything. And as Astro is calling you all to ask this question, Evelyn and Dine, you're just about getting to like the central facility where the giant vat <laughs> is. Um. And as you kind of work your way in, the area is wide open. You will note the refinement building still has power going. Oh. In fact, as you approach the central area, you meet uh, a couple of electric doors that, sensing your presence, slide open to admit you. Uh... Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm pass going to this look over to at Evelyn, and I'm gonna go. What? That, that's literally what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a gentle, um, 
kind of luminescent glow coming from beyond the door. <coughs> like uh, like something is glowing in the next room over. What color? Uh, it's like, you know, white light. Ah. Go I think we found light. angels. As long Did as we find heaven underground? As long as they're not weeping angels. I'm not ready for that. Uh, hmm. Don't look at them. No! That's the opposite of what you want to do. <clears throat> but, but, but I want to get turned to stone. That's what happens, right? It's been a while since I've watched Doctor Who. Uh, no. When you don't look at them, they kill you. Ah, uh, that's them, right. That's move. it. So you're standing in front of a door where there's a glowing light coming from the room. It looks like it's a dull glow. Like it's not like a, what you would consider like a power source or a light or something emitting it. There's something in the room beyond that glows almost like a almost like a swimming pool reflects light up onto the walls of a building. Before we enter, Evelyn's going to uh, reach for her uh, communication device and say like, hey, boys, I think this factory's still running. Um, and then gonna walk through all right uh as you walk through you enter a giant room olympic-sized swimming pool dwarfed at this it is like a small lake built into the center of this building of a gently glowing viscous white liquid in the center pool just casting a light up onto all the surrounding walls. There is a, there's a weird, there, it almost, you almost look like you're looking at fibers sometimes, uh, as you note that the patterns cast up on the wall are making weird shapes. And that is where we are going to stop the episode. Boys, we may have found the Vassalian medium. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so, yeah. All right, Evelyn, go for a swim. Honestly, I was, I was trying to figure out a good way to joke about that. Thank you for doing it for it's me. It's a fountain of youth. That's how it works, it. right? Yeah. You know, luck would have it. I have notes on what happens if you jump in. Uh, All right, tune in next. Go on. Next, go yeah, on. Tune in next episode, I guess. I mean, it. yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll find out. So uh, we're going to go ahead and call it there. And uh, we'll see what you guys find in this chemical facility next time. All right. Drugs. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Yep, Bye. See ya. Bye.